Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. I'm Tom Merritt. The merger of T-Mobile USA and Sprint completed Wednesday, combining the USA's third and fourth largest mobile carriers. T-Mobile CEO Jean Legere stepped down, and T-Mobile COO Mike Sievert is now the combined company's new CEO. Users will start seeing increased coverage as the networks can now interoperate, and Sprint will begin to come under the T-Mobile brand later this summer. Sprint's Boost and Virgin brands are being sold to Dish, which will be allowed to use T-Mobile's network for seven years. Apple has acquired weather app maker Dark Sky and removed the Dark Sky Android and Wear OS apps from stores and will shut down the Android app services in July. No new signups for the Dark Sky API are accepted anymore, and the API itself will shut down at the end of 2021. The Dark Sky website will stop showing forecasts and maps on July 1st. Bleeping Computer notes that security researcher underscore God Mode has discovered a method to expose Windows credentials in a Zoom call. Zoom makes URLs and network paths clickable in chat messages. An attacker could use that to send a UNC path link, a network path, usually beginning with two backslashes. If a Zoom user clicked on that path, Zoom uses the SMB file sharing protocol to open the link. And by default, Windows sends the user's login name and password hash, which the attacker can then attempt to dehash. Security researcher Matthew Hickey verified the vulnerability and advised Zoom not to turn network paths into hyperlinks. To mitigate the vulnerability, users can set a group policy to prevent NTLM credentials from being sent to a remote server. Niantic, makers of Ingress and Pokemon Go, have acquired augmented reality firm 6D.ai. 6D.ai comes from Oxford University's Active Vision Lab and uses computer vision to solve augmented reality issues. Niantic says the acquisition should let people experience Pokemon habitats in the real world or, quote, watch dragons fly through the sky and land on buildings in real time. Washington State Governor Jay Inslee signed at a bill Tuesday establishing rules to govern the use of facial recognition software by state entities. Public agencies must regularly test the fairness and accuracy and report on the use of facial recognition software. A human must review any results from software before making any decision with legal effect based on it. Law enforcement agencies must get a warrant before using facial recognition in investigations in the state of Washington. Microsoft President Brad Smith praised the law. The ACL you criticized it for not including input from community leaders. An attacker used login credentials of two employees to access customer information of more than 5.2 million Marriott hotel guests. Information included contact details, loyalty account info, partnerships, preferences, and some demographic information. Marriott does not believe the attackers accessed passwords, payment information, or passport and driver's license numbers. Marriott learned of the breach at the end of February and believes it dated back to mid-January. Marriott has launched a site where users can check if their account was accessed. Slack launched the Microsoft Teams Calls beta app, which lets a Slack user launch a Teams call from Slack. The user will need both Slack and Teams apps to make that work. The app lets Slack users set Teams as the default calling provider. Slack is also launching integrations with Zoom, WebEx, Jabber, RingCentral, and Dialpad, letting users call numbers from within the Slack interface. Spotify and Warner Music Group renewed their global licensing agreement. That deal expands coverage to include more markets, including India, where Spotify was not able to use Warner Music until now.
Facebook's community help feature is usually launched regionally to respond to offer help in the wake of crises like a shooting or natural disaster. But for the first time, Facebook has launched a community help hub globally for COVID-19. Users will be able to request or offer help related to the pandemic. The hub is launched first in Canada, France, Australia, the UK, and the US, with more countries to follow over the next few weeks, starting with higher-risk countries in Europe and Asia. Russia and Europe will use apps to track people who have COVID-19. Russia's app launched Thursday will let officials monitor the movements of anyone determined to be infected. Anyone without a device to run the app will be lent one. The European effort, called the Pan-European Privacy Preserving Proximity Tracing Platform, will show who a person with COVID-19 had come in close contact with so those people can be contacted. The platform launches April 7th with apps to roll out a week or so after. The European app is voluntary, and if 60% or more of a country's population uses it, could allow for looser restrictions on movement. Finally, Uber Eats is expanding its grocery delivery offerings into some new markets. Reuters reports Uber Eats will offer delivery from Carrefour in Paris, and the Financial Times says delivery will be offered from convenience stores in Spain and local pharmacies, pet shops, and convenience stores in Brazil. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to DailyTechNewsShow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. 